0: Yeah, Dr. Dre is in full effect, and I gotta tell y'all a little something. Eazy-E is down with us. MC Ring, you know he's down with us. DJ Yala is down with us. Arabian Prince, you know he's down with us. Tony A. the Wizard is down with us. JJ Bag is down with us. Timmy T, you know he's down with us. DJ Pooh, boy, is down with us. Toddy B Spade, they down with us My boy Ice Cube, you know he's down with us I like to mention, so pay attention To where I'm from, son But the tapes are from the Rodeum My name is Dre, listen while I play And by the way, I'm also down within WA Yo, Steve at the Rodeum is down with us Slang funky tapes, it is a must We're number one Once again, thank everybody for uh coming back Uh, Today is uh, Rhodium Radio episode 8. We've been on for two months, yo. uh, I'm very thankful and I'm very glad that you guys are still tuning in. Uh, Today I have a very special guest, but before we get into that guest, uh, there's been a lot of people DMing me on Instagram, messaging me on Facebook, uh, and on the Twitter page about certain Chicano rap artists that you guys want to see. Here's the thing. I've been trying to get a hold of of those guys without mentioning any names just yet. I've been trying to get a hold of them and many of them that I have gotten a hold of have just flat out told me no, okay? Some have actually said yes, I'll work with you, uh, give me a date and I appreciate that. But some have flat out told me no. So uh, if you DM me and I respond no, you know that that's the guy who told me no. But several of them because I do want to get more Chicanos on here, I do really want to push that envelope, but when they're telling me no, I'm running out of guys to ask. So, once again, I try to bring uh, good content to Rotten Radio to keep you guys entertained. A lot of you guys complain about the video clips that I've been posting, but you know what, I, I uh, post up highlights from the video so that you guys can, uh, if you guys don't want to watch the full two-hour interview, you guys can watch a little five-minute clip. So, but without further ado, uh, I would like to thank D mr d for coming out here once again thank you brother you're welcome i appreciate it man so d who told you no man fuck them yeah <laughs> I, I know but you know what i don't want to throw them under the bus at least not yet right. uh let, uh, let co- me know let me know yeah a, a couple of guys actually have told me uh yeah you know what i'll um le- le- let me look at some of the dates you know you know uh, i'll get back to you etc they
1: can't have they can't be that busy
0: yeah ex- exactly one guy told me let me see my schedule another guy took a couple of weeks just to tell me no but i, I try to get him on here man but without further ado bro we, yeah, we don't need those to talk guys. About let's that. talk about something else yeah so w- w- where was mr d uh raised at?
1: in the san fernando valley
0: west end san fernando eight, valley west eight end. Eight. is that where you always uh have lived Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, and uh, um, what, what, what was it like uh, growing up? What, what was that seventies, eighties around that time? <laughs> Not that old. I'm time. sorry, man. I, <laughs> hey, I'm just asking, bro. Uh, eighties, I
1: guess, nineties. Uh-huh. Um, growing up in the in the in the gangster days, you know, mm-hmm. with hardcore hardcore shit back in '92, you know. Okay. What I mean? You okay. know, it, it, these kids nowadays have no idea what shit we've seen and what we've been through. Right.
0: You right. Know what I mean, what what uh, uh, what elementary did
1: you attend? elementary guys yeah you're gonna put me on blast already i went to an elementary called our lady of the valley it was a catholic school
0: oh okay okay yeah. see, <laughs> see i want people to see a different side yeah. me possibly that they've never seen of you yeah as an altar boy really yeah oh that's dope man yeah. that's dope well you know I it's funny because uh, i grew up as a catholic boy as well but uh-huh. my family was the type of family that never really went to church but you know eranos muy católicos. Mm-hmm. you know oh, of course so uh what, what uh, junior high school did you attend same as a all, all oh, it was, it was yeah. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, and high school,
1: I was a football player, went to a, a a Catholic football school too, and um, it hurt my knee. And uh, I gave I started slinging keys, nah, smack 10s, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but yeah, so no, my, I tore my knee my senior year, okay. And, and I'm I was headed to a one but you know, okay,
0: w- what what uh, so uh, got,
1: my whole life got rearranged. So I start getting behind the microphone, and we could that 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 could go on because there's a DJ let loose. Uh-huh. was uh the dj blood blood of abraham i don't know if you remember that group yeah turned yeah. into the black eyed peas yeah will i am and um the rest as of the a guns. matter of
0: fact i believe they were uh blood of abraham was uh, related to jerry heller
1: yeah the, his two boys were in it but the other guys were will i am and a couple of other black eyed peas and dj let loose okay so dj let loose played football with my older brother uh-huh and that's how they knew and easy had just passed away so okay. that's how we came up uh, came up uh, came what, southland came what, in what
0: position did you play in football i played fullback really yeah That's dope, man. Did you you guys have any good years? How many years did you play in high school first? Uh, Four years. Four years. I played
1: football since I was a kid, seven years old.
0: Okay. And uh, what, the last year is when you tore up your knee pretty much? Yeah, yeah. I never got hurt until my senior year. Wow. Well, you know what? I always wished that I played football and I had opportunities. I went to a high school where in the 80s they were pretty much – known for football, which was Bannon High School. Of course. And and they would uh, play Carson. Carson
1: Carson and Bannon, yeah. yeah. Dorsey was good back then too.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I had opportunities to play, you know what? But I was too busy ditching, getting involved with girls and DJing. And I never got involved. And every year my team was going to the, you know, my school was going to the championship. So I kind of missed out. I wish that I could have uh, stuck and played. So when people tell me that they play sports, I think that's dope, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sports is the key. Yeah. And anybody listening, raising your kids, keep them in sports. In a way, you know
0: what? Keep them off the street, man. Of course. You know, that's why. But, but uh, 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 we'll get into a little bit of your coaching yeah. a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. So uh, growing up in your home as a kid, well, what type of music? Uh, and you being obviously going to a Catholic school, I don't know if your parents forbid you from playing. Oh yeah, yeah, I got radio.
1: I got in trouble by the nun when she found my, I had two short on one side and N W on the other side. It was Th- a two short N an W. Yeah, and, yeah, it was, and I remember the, the nun playing eight ball, you know. A Mexican almost wrecked my shit. And they're like, oh, it's talking bad about Mexicans. It's talking bad about black people. And she didn't realize it was a black guy singing it. I don't know what she realized, what she thought, because it said the N-word. And right, right. It.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is
1: probably 1988.
0: So. Wow, okay. Yeah, okay. So, so at, at, at home, uh, uh, wh- wh- what type of music would your parents play? Um,
1: blues and oldies. Really? Yeah, what? my mom was oldies and my dad was blues.
0: Really, what like, I like,
1: what I remember of him, he wasn't around too much. But
0: oh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, um,
1: your parents are they originally from out here? Yeah, my mom's originally from New Mexico, my dad's from LA. Okay, okay, that's With,
0: cool. Yeah. Brothers, sisters? Yeah, I got nine brothers and sisters, t- ten counting me. I'm the youngest. Really? See, that's one thing that we actually have in common because I have five brothers, four sisters. I have five brothers, four sisters. Wow, and that was pretty much like almost right in the middle. So I have
1: six six boys, four girls.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow, that, that's amazing. You know what? I bet you, uh, well, at least for me, I can speak of myself that our uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, <laughs> and Christmases were off the hook. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, that's funny because I've seen you throughout the years, but I didn't even know this. Mm-hmm. So I like to learn a little bit from people. That, yeah, I
1: bet you nobody even listens knows this. You know, it's yeah. not, you're asking questions I've never been asked before.
0: Well, you know, and like, I, I you know what's funny? Because sometimes when guests come here, people have preconceived ideas about them. Of course. And after they hear their story, how they were raised, what they've been through, it changes their mind about how they see you. Of course. You know? So, uh, um, you said blues and oldies. Like, what kind of oldies? Uh, was it rock? Oldies? No, nah,
1: like Chicano oldies. Like, you know, like um, Angel Baby, you know, and, uh, you know, the stuff that, that you know, like the... That, we still she, that, that was her favorite, Rosie and the Originals, because she, she grew up... She was, Um, Born in New Mexico, but she was raised in San Diego and Logan Heights. So, and Rosie was, Rosie Hamlin was from that, down that that way. Do you guys still have family
0: in New Mexico at all? Not probably, but they're mostly all in San Diego. Wow. Wow. So, so now, at what point in your life would you say you got inspired to uh, get into this uh, music thing? Uh, probably frost, get frost when you heard, you know, la raza, la raza. La raza? You know? And about how old would you, were you at this time? Nineteen ninety, I was a kid, probably in seventh, eighth grade. Seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Wow. Okay. If you could just speak a little bit more into the yeah, mic. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm just thinking, you know.
0: All good. So seventh and eighth grade, you say that's when you heard la raza. Mm-hmm. Now is it safe to say that, like, um, I, and I'm using this guy's words Um, because I stayed right here in Wilmington. Yeah, of course. S.A. neighborhood in the 80s, it was all Bloods, Chicanos. Yeah. Okay? And I remember when that song came out, I remember this one dude who goes, man, have you heard that this song? He brought me the single. Uh And I looked at it and I said, oh, Frost. Now, I knew him from the 80s from a song called Terminator. Terminator, yeah. And uh, Rough Cuts. With Ice-T, yeah. Yes. So So when I heard that song, not only did I think, I thought it was different, but... I thought to myself, okay, we have a voice uh-huh. and yeah. it's over the airwaves. Yeah. And uh, this guy said, man, this song fucking rocked my world. <laughs> I thought it was... Uh, it
1: changed the game and then Frank, you know, Frank V came out Mexican Power and it was over. That was like, right.
0: whoa, whoa. And then, you know. Now, now, before Frost and La Raza, if you will, movement came out, was there any other artist that you can say I possibly grew up listening to and it helped shape and mold who I am today. Well, the reason why I'm sitting here with you right now, because you and I see, you
1: know, that's one of my favorite albums of all time, that Scandalous album.
0: Wow. You see, know and I mean? that's something else I didn't know.
1: Yeah, that's, that was incredible, you know. and wow. I, You know, it was a, it was a Chicano rap album by you and a, and, you know, and a black dude, but it was still a Chicano rap album. I looked at it like that, you know. Wow. You know, so the album was incredible. You know, I can name like three or four songs still off that album. Yes. Two Scandalous, um, Sitting in the Park and, uh, yeah. Jack move well, I don't think that was
0: on the original though right <laughs> and then um, I'm Not Your Puppet you know. Dope, and you man. had that Scooby
1: Doo thing what was that
0: a punk shit yeah puncture. Yeah. punk shit and by the way that's my probably my favorite song that one the uh, at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah wow you, and you know what's funny because uh, I'm humbled by that compliment because yeah, yeah. Uh, again we were never ever looking for a record deal we were just doing mixtapes And somehow we ended up getting a deal. Yeah. Uh, uh, It tripped me out. It wasn't on profile. That's what I was like. I always wondered that why it wasn't on the profile records. You know what? Because the first people that actually approached us was Disney. Mm -hmm. So uh, they offered us the most. And it's funny because after talking to like quick second to none AMG. And to me, to me, those guys are West Coast legends. Of course. Uh, um, we got offered the most, you know. <laughs> I just thought that was how weird that played out, yeah. you know. Well, Ice I was probably, besides him and Quick, that they're both incredible rappers. You know? Yeah. Okay. So you would say high C or, or at least that album was the influence. Uh-huh. Uh You mentioned N.W.A. as of well. Of course,
1: you know that was the whole, that was the root of all. But Ice T, Six in the Morning, when that that was, you yeah. got, you can't forget Six in the Morning. That was the, right. that's what started it all. The whole power album. That's, yeah, the, no. The, before that, six in the morning. Was six on in the, the morning. Was yeah, you're on, right. Wasn't on power. That was. On the, right.
0: On the Ryan right. Pays, was it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that one. And then there was another song that he had. I know because I, I like, remember. Favorite. My favorite Ice T song is probably don't, people don't even really remember that song. Is a,
1: a song called um Pill It Cast Back. You remember that song? Mm-mm. That song, man. That's
0: that's as gangster as it gets. No shit. Yeah. I gotta go back and listen to that yeah. man because uh, I remember him from. Uh, so he had a song called Cold Wind Madness. This was like early, early. Uh, this is when he was before even the Electric Boogaloo. As they
1: say, that breaking electric. Yeah.
0: Okay. Then he came out with Reckless in that, and I remember to me, I thought that was fucking hip hop. You know, yeah. That's what right. I thought. Yeah. Then he came out with if I'm Correct Six in the Morning. Six in the morning, please yeah. at the door. Yeah, that, that was yeah, dope. The fresh Adidas screwed across whatever bathroom floor. <laughs> yeah, across the bathroom floor. Yeah. So he, here you have all of these albums that are pretty much. If you will influencing you mm-hmm. uh um was your mom okay were you purchasing these or how did that come yeah about? she wasn't
1: tripping she she's she's a she's you know i have five older brothers you know
0: half of them were in prison at the time so she wasn't tripping about me listening to some she's, okay a, you know what i mean see coming from a mexican family my mother would always say "Bájale esa musica de negros that's yeah, what she yeah, used to yeah. Say, you know.
1: But well, they were we were raised on black music. We right. like we like black music, we like white money, we like Mexican food. So, it, 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 you know, isn't like, it
0: funny? <laughs> it, isn't it funny that we could listen to oldies and they're all black artists, but we don't it's, it's almost like we don't even look at them as they're black. I told this one guy one time, uh, um I said, "Man, those are like our oldies. It's almost like we took over." Yeah, you, you know. people Brentwood, black people have black people don't even know who Brentwood is? You're right.
1: I was talking "Who is some, I talking some black guy and he, I was like, "Yeah, you ever listen to Brentwood?" He's like, "Who?" You know, they don't know about Brandon Wood. <laughs> they, they they like the... Um, uh, the Luthers. People. Yeah, and what's that one? The one that, um, I can't think of his name. So they love this one guy. I forget his name. Damn it. I'll think about it later. Oh, Teddy Pendergrass, somebody like that? Of course, that. Teddy Pendergrass and um, a few other
0: people. But, man, um, Frank, uh, what's the name? For, like, man. It. It'll come to you. it'll come to you. All me. good. All good. So now uh, you're raised in the San Fernando Valley. Now you're being uh, shaped and molded by this music around you. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, about what point... Frankie Beverly. Frankie Beverly. Okay. Maze. Yes. Yes. yes Maze. Uh um and, and Quincy Jones. Yeah, Quincy yeah. Jones and Herbie Hancock, all that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. So so now, w- what was the thing that you wanted to get into first? Was it rapping? Was it production? What was the thing that actually... Uh, I wanted to play football. Okay. <laughs> and then after...
1: The- the, no, the first thing... No, it was production. It was... I had this... um. We go a story about um, how I even, I wasn't even supposed to be rap on the first album I put out called Deep in the Game. I mm-hmm. had a rapper named Kryptonite. He was a young kid and, you know, he ended up being a good producer and a lot of people probably know who he is. But he was supposed to be the rapper. Okay. I was just the, the I found him and I was just the, the pr- production pretty much. Okay. And he had backed out on me and wanted to do something else. He didn't want to do all, what we were doing. Uh huh. So we had already purchased all the beats and my brother saw. You know, go ahead. You do it. then. I'm like, fine. Okay.
0: Now, now, now <laughs> what, what would you say? Uh, uh, well, how did you get into introduced to as far as equipment is concerned? Like, did you go to somebody's house? And what is that drum machine? What is that keyboard? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: This dude named Jim Davis, this white man, uh-huh. and um, he um, he showed me how to do it all. Okay. You know, how to record it? I how don't, to, how to mess with Pro Tools because Pro Tools just came out right then. We we did the first one was on two inch. But the second album was on a on a um, a, a roll in eighteen eighty or something okay that was the second album and then then we went into pro Tools okay now how did you meet this man? I met him through uh through an ad in a paper i think and really he, yeah and he had a studio in north hollywood so at this time at this time you you had we were at echo sound echo sound had went under. Okay. Uh, or we we're paying too much at Echo Sound or something over there in, in, in Glendale. You ever been right, there? Right. Yeah. And um, that's where that they shot at that one dude over there.
0: I, I hey. actually recorded my very first record in 1987 at Echo. Okay. Uh, with uh, Jinx and a guy named Dazzy D. Okay. But I guess what I'm trying to get to is, what made you say, "I want to record"?
1: I need to. Somebody need to put the 818 on the map because we we're like getting clowned on. Really. You know, it's like you know. Even Cy- Cypress Hill, why, uh, boy from the Valley, whatever you're saying, when he's dissing Ice Cube, right? You know, a lot of people want to disrespect the Valley, you know, and you know, like, all oh, them, them boys out there ain't about nothing, you know. What I mean, right? And, and I, when we we're raised, we thought, you know, we we're the hardest gangs out there, right? You right. know, the neighborhoods out there in the Valley were no joke, okay. You know, on, on, the, on the Chicano side, they realized that, but I don't think the industry and the, and the people and the rest of the world knew that. Recognized it wasn't it wasn't was no soft area, okay. And I remember, uh, in a, in a um, I did a. a, a Talk to some some big whatever. Produce. They're trying to you know sign me whatever, and they said, "Oh, you're from the Valley." They looked down at oh, well, maybe you shouldn't even tell anybody you're from the Valley, you know, because
0: all the people are from Compton and this right, and that. Right, right. Well, man, and I don't want the deal if I can't say where you, I'm you, from. You know what it probably was okay because a lot of people when they hear the word Valley, they think of the movie with Nicolas Cage, The Valley Girl. Oh yeah, yeah. And they just think of all white people, of course. Of you course. know, so Sino
1: and Sherman Oaks and right, yeah.
0: So it's kind of like somebody claiming, you know, um, I don't know, just a neighborhood where it's pretty much where people think that it's just all white people. Correct. You know. So but but little did they know. So little did they know I'd be arriving. No, right. Yeah. So so they uh so that encouraged you now did you say I wanna rap? H- how did the pieces of the puzzle come together where you said, I wanna get into the studio? Who who did you meet first as far as a rapper?
1: Uh, I told you, Let Loose, Let Loose, and okay. Big Tone, a bass player from Def Row in Big Tone. Okay. And then Tupac had just died, so he was two, it was one of Tupac's people. Okay. And And Let Loose and him knew each other. You know, a lot of Ruthless people and Def Row people all knew each other. They're all pretty right. much the same label. Okay. You know. So, and with those, I knew Big Hutch back then, but I didn't start working to him more recently. Big Hutch
0: from Above the Line? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: And, um, and now we start, we first um, studio we worked at was Hollywood Sound. You ever been to that one?
0: No, not that
1: one. That one's over there. It was on Vine and, uh, and Hollywood, I believe. Okay, what, now what, that what, was the we, very
0: first studio. That
1: was the very first who, studio. I who, ran into Young Dre right there. You ever heard of Young Dre from Kitchen Crips? Yes, trips?
0: yes. Now, what uh, What songs, if you remember, were you guys getting ready to record at that studio? Sliding Through was the first song we ever did. Uh, and and who, who was the feature on it? Just me. Just you. Yeah. Who did the production? Let Loose. Okay, same guy. Okay, sure. okay. And was that the only song at that time? It's pretty much, yeah. Okay, so you went from that studio to, you mentioned Echo Sound. Yep,
1: and that's when we did Deep in the Game at Echo Sound. And, and was, the Badass was right there in the other room and he ended up jumping on the song.
0: Okay. he, so, he
1: was. We, were, we had a bunch of weed in the studio, he started smoking out, smoking <laughs> weed, and we told him get on a track. That's that. the way it works, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's you, Badass, if I'm correct? Correct.
0: Anybody else? No, just me and Badass, and KV was on the hook. KV Snoop's um, uncle. Okay, okay, yeah. so you have uh, several songs now, different studios, mm-hmm. from there, it went under, uh, then you went to? Went to North Hollywood North Hollywood well, Yeah, yeah Okay, and uh, now at this point, did you release any of those
1: songs yet? No, 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 no. I, I, it took me a while to release it. This took like three years to do Right. This is 1997. I didn't release the first album until 99 and then 2000, okay. the
0: actual release. Okay. So so now you have several songs that you took about three years to put together an album or compilation or... Correct. Okay. Now, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that back then we needed 2-inch. Yeah, those big-ass tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Today... Honestly, I'm thankful for technology because we can do shit on a laptop. Not me, man, because really. too many people could do it. Well, see, okay, back, you know what I mean? We can get to that, okay? <laughs> but back then, I think it was like 125 bucks for a two inch reel. Correct. That we could possibly only fit in maybe three songs. Correct. Okay. Like 15 minutes. Yes, 15 minutes. And you had to buy a shitload of them just to do an album. Correct. That's not even including uh, um, mixing it down and mastering. That's right. You know, and back then, uh, uh, if we didn't have cassettes or CDs anymore, we had to use a DAT, digital audio tape. That's what we were doing early on in the game, uh, using DAT. We thought, like, that was the, the latest thing. We had a portable DAT player uh, uh, that we would pl- uh, put the little cassette. The cassette actually looked like a uh, cassette player from uh, answering service. Yeah, like uh, that. yeah. Uh, so i remember we were in texas digital audio tape digital audio tape mm-hmm. and a lot of people were like oh what is that oh it's that we thought we were the shit because we kind of had this new thing yeah Tascam DAP that player practice. yes so here's what happened it got so hot in houston texas that the fucking tape stopped like it literally stopped in between song Heisty c looks at me and i was like i don't know <laughs> what do we do and we couldn't skip we, you actually had to rewind uh-huh. so and then back then the way we edited we had a splice yeah with the ranger yeah today when you say splice like uh many times my boy john when he's editing i like, we well, just splice that shit. Uh-huh. you know I- i'm still using old terms but yeah. uh
1: no i know what you're talking about
0: so so now you go from uh, um three different studios you're in the third studio now correct okay did, is that where you finished everything or did you move on somewhere else man we probably moved into about four or five different
1: studios time we finished the first deep in the game album
0: what, 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 why was that just looking for better prices better
1: prices but my brother ended up getting busted so i had to fi- finish the out the thing on my own uh-huh because he was helping with the money
0: okay yeah. so he was so, somewhat of a manager possibly he was some in the
1: money man he was okay he, he was um he was a he was a pharmacist Okay Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Technician yeah. yeah So um, And obviously he believed in you Correct Okay so You were the main rapper at this time hmm Okay And so you said It took you possibly about three years To finish this Up this album Yes Now when it was done And it was mixed down Uh-huh uh, Finished And ready to be released We had about 20 Maybe about 25 songs Really yeah. did, did you try shopping it around? I didn't even know what that was Okay, okay. You now I mean and, and for those that don't know shopping it around is <laughs> back then you took it to record companies Correct, yeah. and see if they bite mm-hmm. and offer you something. I you know, I just wanted to get music on a CD. That was my whole goal. Okay. And and uh, um so after you, you finished your album, what what was the name of the album?
1: The first one was there's a, a disc and, and people might say oh it was red it was he put out a red album it, and it, it's a rare real real rare album it's double CD Mr D I told you I was deep in the game because okay. I had a song called I told you and deep in the game so I, it was a double CD so I named it Double Names okay yeah it was a double CD back then in 1999 it went pretty much way ahead of my time and then so so I ended up meeting with young young Dre was on it. A few songs. Okay. Young draining to go pick up some money from Ground Level. That okay. was a distribution place. I, sat in the, I was sitting in the in the lobby, and the owner of Ground Level walks in, and Rick Holcut. I start talking to Rick about football. Mm. He went to Heart, and you know he's taught me about you know they were a good football team. I don't know if you Heart Hart, Hart High School. Yes. They were incredible. They had a lot of pros out of there. So we're talking about this football, and you know, and this and that, and um. He's like, what are you doing here? Basically basically afterwards, and like, oh, I'm waiting for young Dre. He's like, all right. He's like, what do you do? Do you make music? I'm like, yeah, I made a CD. You want to hear it? And, he, and I wasn't trying to shop it or nothing. Right, right, right. He calls me from Seattle because he was up there with Sir Mix a lot. And, um, he calls me. He's like, hey, what are you going to do with that CD? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, you want to put it out? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, why don't you knock it down to one CD and let's put it out. I'm all hmm. right. And he's like, oh, and he paid to put it out. And wow. it and, did it, and that's how the Deep in the Game, we took told you off, and it was the Deep in the Game. And then finally it was blue, the right, right. Co- the right color. You know what so, I mean?
0: So when, when you had the double CD, or, uh, I guess you had, you said, uh, how many songs did you have? About 24, you said? there's about 24, 25 songs on there. How, how many songs did you end up cutting that you end up putting that we on? We ended up putting
1: about, I think there was 17, 18 on the, on the Okay. Album.
0: Okay. And uh, um, now... Uh, the, when, uh, do you remember what year or the month that it was actually released? No. No. The year was 2000. Oh, it was 2000. Okay. That's dope. I remember 2000. I think I went to the Michigan. Uh, Brian Greasy was playing, uh, against, uh, Charles Woodson was playing against, uh, Ryan Leaf, Washington, out of the Rose Bowl. That's when I I remember. I think Tom Brady was on that team too, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah. No, that was the following year. Okay. Following year. But, um, but yeah. So now the album drops. Uh huh. Um, how did that do for you? It was cool. It was it it incredible and changed my life. Really? Yeah. Now, what was the response that you got from people? Whether it be
1: ne- positive or negative, people weren't so critical back then. They were just happy to see a, you know a new Chicano rap. You know, they were, everybody loved Chicano rap at the time. It was great. It was you know I saw I went on the, I went to the swap meet, the Santa Fe Spring Swap Meet, to give CDs away. And then, I, and then they said, well, how much to buy them? I go, what? What do you mean buy them? And because because Rick had said, here, take a, take a few boxes, right? You know, and go seed the market. Right. Seeding the market means this, you know, you know, this to right. give away a few. And uh, he's like, and, uh, and one guy's like, how, many, how much for a box? I'm like, what do you mean a box? He's like, all hundred of them. I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? It was this guy named Jersey. He had, later became a youngster, and he passed away. At RIP. But he's like, I go, he's like, what do you mean a box? He's like, the whole box. I'm like, I don't know. What do you usually pay? He's like, five bucks. And He's like, I'm like okay, buy the box. He give me five hundred dollars right there. And that's when I knew I could make money in Chicago rap.
0: Wow, that's dope. Uh, but how many records do you think total? If you, if you can remember. Um, you think you sold off of that one? Off that album. record, off that one album? Yes, probably about seventy thousand or. Whatever. About seventy thousand. Uh, how far do you think that record got nationwide? Or it went worldwide. Really? Yeah. Wow. See, and that's one thing that I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know it, and that's your your own hustle my that old, you
1: pushed. Yeah, that's between out of my trunk and through the soundscan, through right. the big stores.
0: You know, it's funny because I remember old NWA stories where Easy would tell me. He how he would sell records out of the trunk of his car, yeah, yeah. you know, and that's how we had it back then. Today, you mentioned it earlier. It's a lot easier today. It's too easy, and and it takes. I believe, in my opinion, it takes away from the game. Mm-hmm. you know Yeah, any 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 you know any kid next door could be a, a rapper any
1: nerd next door could be a rapper and talk tough on our microphone back then we had to prove we couldn't be no punk we had to go out of our trunk and visit every single neighborhood enemy neighborhood or neighborhoods people that know you're doing it. you know i go into swap meets in Bassett and almani you know wherever i was at i had to go in san gero valley san fernando valley pomona in San Diego to Bakersfield, all over. I had to go everywhere, yeah. pretty much northern California. But we had to go deliver our CDs,
0: right? And, and,
1: and, and we've had problems with your own, of course. You know. And today you could just email it. Email it. it's it's yeah it's a punk's game now.
0: It, it is, you know. And, and the, the the sad thing about today, because my son, he's a youngster, and he likes a lot of this new music. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. I get it. You know, I understand. I educated them, you know, the old school classic legends, you know. Correct. But he likes some of this new music, and the other day he was watching something on MTV. Now I had to explain to him again that, Migo, you gotta understand that MTV was for music. Yeah, what's MTV now? Is that like mm-hmm. this? It's all just Cheese Miz. It's fucking, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, ridiculous what you, stuff. What do you call those, 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 shows, John? Um, where it's pretty much just, um, propaganda. Yeah, pretty much, man. And and I, they have all of these SoundCloud rappers on there uh-huh. that I've never heard of. Yeah. But they're treated like celebrities now, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't get it. And my son, he doesn't call me a hater like this new generation because I call it the way it is. So he will just say, well, why don't you like it? Why don't you like it? And I try not to bash his music so much. But what I do ask him, I said, mijo, maybe you should... Answer me on what is it about them that you you do like. Yeah,
1: you know, know? it's all pretty much sounds the same. It's all auto tuned voices and,
0: yes, it sounds all computer. You you know, uh, uh, Snoop Dogg said one thing. um, Actually, I think he did it, he forgot what interview it was, but he said it several years ago. He said, uh, in the 90s, there was not too. Two rappers that sounded the same. It's true. He said everybody had their own style. I remember f- 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 very
1: t- first time I se- heard Snoop. I was, like, I was watching that deep, in the g- deep, deep, deep Cover movie. Deep Cover, yeah. And it was at the end of the movie, and he came on. And I was like, I heard Dre, and he you know that one eight seven on Undercover Cop. Right. And then he came on. I was like, man, who's that? I never heard nobody sound like him before.
0: Right. Right. You know e- what I mean? Exactly. He came out with his own style. And that's why yeah. he hit. It. Yeah. Today it's like everybody sounds the same across the board. Yeah, it's true you know so and and he said it goes back then if you sounded like somebody you and were biting yeah you yeah it's kind of it
1: was embarrassing yeah, yeah it and was so like, oh you, you sound, sound like yeah. so-and-so
0: so yeah. anyways we're going to take a little break so we're going to press pause there and then right. we're going to continue to get into it but uh once again rhodium radio episode eight i'm here with uh mr d san fernando valley um We're going to go to two of his songs. We're going to go to a commercial. And after that, uh, we're going to come right back and continue this dope conversation. So um, once again, stay tuned. Enjoy this music. Leave a comment, uh, you know, negative or positive. Honestly, I don't care because you're going to do it anyways. So go ahead and do that. Come right back. Call a friend, text a friend, page a friend, slap a friend, somebody, uh, and tell them to uh, log in. All right, Johnny Boy, take us away. Thank you. Once again, welcome back to Rodan Radio. We're we back. just heard two songs from uh, Mr. D. Okay. Um, and you know what? Everybody that is commenting right now and is logged in, first of all, thank you. I don't care if you leave something positive or negative, but you know what? You're still logged on. And that's dope for me. So that's cool. You know what? But uh, without further ado, once again, Mr. D. Uh, now, wh- wh- what were the songs that we just heard? Uh, Gangsters Get Lonely too, if I'm correct? Correct. Gangsters Get Lonely too. Shout out to Art LeBeau. Okay. Okay.
1: For- you know, making that the hit it, it it became, you know.
0: Okay. Who
1: who was on that track? That was me and the second versus Sleepy Marlow, um D double T X R. I P from Lighter Shader Brown.
0: Lighter Shader Brown. Um and Little Blackie. Okay, Little Blackie. And then Little Jamie was on the hook. Okay. And um
1: the other song. Should have been mine. That was me and Sleepy as well and um Nate Dog on the Hook. Okay. That, that was one of Nate's last hooks she sang. We we're in the studio. With Nate and um, Kryptonite uh, was the producer on that one, and okay. uh, we recorded that in North Hollywood. Wow. And yes, Nate Dogg was in the studio with us, and we recorded that. I read some idiot on your um, on the on the messages saying that w- that was a recycled hook. And he, he don't know what he's talking about.
0: Oh, no, so Nate Dogg literally he was in the yeah, studio we, with yeah, you. Yeah, I got a
1: picture of it. You know, go on my Instagram, Mr. D um, Southland. MRD well, Southland. I think
0: by now people are starting to get a picture that uh, I ain't no joke. You know. Well, you know what? They cannot knock your hustle, man. Well, they, they cannot knock your hustle because what you're sharing is that you wanted this and you went after this. You, know, the, you, you've never sat, you haven't sat here and said you're the best rapper in the world, but you know what? I, ain't you know, a ra- I never claim to be a rapper. I'm not a rapper. Okay. I, but, I don't really like rappers. Okay. Well, what, what would you consider <laughs> yourself? Entertainer? Artist?
1: I'm a, a young brown entrepreneur.
0: Young brown entrepreneur. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um. So now... Uh, Before you got here, I was doing some homework I read a lot of blogs I read a lot of uh, um, online, if you will, magazines Especially stuff that has to do with uh, Chicano rap Because I like to um, educate myself on the artists that I'm about to uh, interview Of course, you you gotta do your homework Right So now, one thing that I had seen that uh, And I seen it on your post on Instagram You did a song where you dissed... uh, SPM South Park Mexican. Correct. What, what was what was the story behind that? Come on, Tony. You know the, you know the answer to that one. No, I, I <laughs> do. But these questions you should come. Feel like
1: you and everybody else that believes in God and believes in, in protecting their children should be on my side on that one. Me and God don't like people that touch children. Okay. You know.
0: Uh, well, understand this: that every question that I ask comes from a fan's perspective. Of course, of course. So. I just it this
1: it it um amazes me that people would actually back someone that touched a little girl, and he has numerous counts. If you look at the pages in the paperwork, there's there's and you know in, in the California system, you know anybody even has a hint of, of suspicion of being a pedophile, child molester, they're done.
0: They're done.
1: And they're done. You know in the in our in our system, and I think I, mean, I believe it's the same way in Texas. Uh-huh. You know that's why he's PC'd and and he's he's convicted. He's a convicted child molester. Wow. So um. If you if that doesn't get no worse it hurts me to even talk about the guy it hurts me to even think about it cuz I have an 11-year-old daughter and I have a, a you know two boys you know okay. and this it's, it's it hit me hit me at home that my people with you know as Chicano you know cuz we have the best fans in the world the Chicano you know, fan base is the best fans ever they're loyal and they're really good people but I don't know I, how how anybody in their right mind could support a child monster right right okay.
0: you know
1: that is, that is really Dampen the room, the the mood right now.
0: Well, you know what? I don't support any child molester. Of course you don't. I, you know, I wouldn't be with you if you did. Right you know. now, my thing is this: is that uh I heard you did some. Now, did you? It ever, wasn't even
1: really a big diss. All I said is, uh, I don't I even mean, what I say in the song, but all I said was um. Right. Motherfuck SBM and anybody who supports him. You know, I don't know what I said, something like that. But listen to the song; it's called "I'm Lost." I should have had you play it tonight. But okay, yeah, check out the video "I'm Lost," and it's really this. You know, this. You know, i pray for his victims. I say fuck uh-huh. SBM and I, and I and I pray for his victims because no one talks about the victims. It's like those poor people got got touched by this 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 sick man. You know?
0: No, you're, you're you know what? And that's a good point. A lot mm-hmm. of people do not talk about uh, those victims. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever meet him, work with him, anything never, like that? Never, never. Okay. No, no phone conversation. Everything. Okay. And uh, um, then on the same song, if I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, was there a Tekashi six nine diss? It was. It was. It was um, aimed at him, and you know, people. It was this really dissed on his
1: style, uh-huh. of a person he is with rainbow hair, and um, and he's claiming to be a gangster, but he looks like a girl, and then you know, and this his whole persona of 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 this um. Of the new generation of how how they could accept someone that looks so ridiculous you know i mean and this made fun of everything we we were raised about and respect you know gangsters respect their morals right and this dude's you know taking it into a whole different thing and making us look like that gangsters are like clowns you know right if right. that's gangster i don't want to be a gangster or nothing like that that's why <laughs> I, I don't even want to be a gangster i'm like quick i ain't a gangster
0: right right okay now my next one, and correct me if I'm wrong, but again, I did a little bit of uh, searching on Google and on uh, YouTube, and I called a couple of people. Is it true? Uh, I didn't hear the song, but is it true there was a, also a little Rob? This Rob was someone that I helped out a lot, and he'll never admit it.
1: But Rob went out on after he left low profile. He he was a lost little boy, uh-huh. and he didn't know what to do. And I, and I, you know, he you know he's older than me, but you know he was lost out there, and he reached out to me. And say, hey, D, could you help me out? You know, I'm going to press this CD. You know, can you help push it for me? You know, what do I do? Show me the rope. Show me how I could make money in Chicano Rap because royalty has been burning me and all this and that. Right. Whatever. You know, that's their business. But I said, yeah, I'll help you out. Don't trip. I got you. You know, just like I had Frank, you know. And, Frank, and, uh, Frank V. Proper. Correct, correct. And OG Spanish Fly also, you know, helped him, helped all those guys out. And T X as well. And then Rob came to me. And, uh, you know, I showed him how to press the CD. I showed him how to move it on the street. I, I, you know, I showed him how the game worked. And that's when those busters from upstairs came in and took him, you know. Upstairs? Yeah, they're a North, Northern um, California company. Okay. And they signed him and, you know, and he went with them. And that's why he kind of lost connection with me because I, okay. I didn't I didn't think that was a good move for him. He could have made way more money on his own
0: uh-huh. selling it, selling those things. And You, you working with him... Uh, with little Rob did that ever cause any conflict between you and Royal Team? of course of course okay you know okay we're at arch enemies at one time okay is everything good now I ain't tripping on him He's,
1: you know okay you're you know it's all water under bridge right right all good and uh,
0: uh, little Rob have you ever squared things away with him at all
1: Nah, but I've seen him I was in we did a show he was in the alley by himself and there was about 30 of us and I ain't the one that you know looked over at him and nodded at him you know
0: right right and I
1: ain't tripping on him Okay. Okay. I ain't the type of guy to to um, catch someone slipping, and you know, you know, you know, I ain't that type of person. You
0: know, it's funny because uh, I saw that video that you posted on uh, Instagram where you were at, uh, said that this on SPM. Okay. Correct. And I sat right there. Uh, I think it was late night, and I was looking at the comments. And there was a fucking a gang of dudes on there blasting you. And, and you know what? One thing I will say, I like the way you handled it, man. I like the way you handled it. Because on my YouTube thing, I get guys that say some durn- dumb things. Of course. You know, and I don't throw more wood into the fire, you know. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, but I like the way you, you handled it, man. Because you know what? Again, whether people like you or not, or don't like the way you rap, uh-huh. I get comments. And I'm just going to tell you straight up. Of course. And I know it's nothing new to me. I don't me. even really like how I rap, so it's cool okay well there you go you get dudes that message me dudes yeah. that i don't even know
1: yeah
0: tony why are you gonna have that guy on there he can't rap worse shit uh-huh. that's one
1: that's cool uh,
0: uh he's not even chicano and that's um, not
1: true i'll show you a picture of my mom and
0: my dad so. no I, yeah. I, i'm just telling you what these guys said uh he's a white boy okay, okay.
1: i'm light complected that's true
0: okay another one was but um, no, my, 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 my my brother's darkest right <laughs> right right know. uh um he doesn't rap on be Like, all of these things, like, if Pablo's going to cancel. I don't rap
1: on beep. Either Is Blueface, and that guy's the biggest rapper in the world right now.
0: Yeah. So, that right. obviously don't matter. It's all about promotion. You, you know, l- l- let me say something. I know you said that Chicanos are the greatest fans. Correct. In the world. They're the biggest fans in the world. The and biggest. the blacks realize that.
1: Yes. Why do you think YG did that song local? Why do you think Tiger? Why do you, I talked to Tiger. Right or Tyga whatever you know. Right. He, why you think he made that Mama the song? It's like they're doing Chicano rap because we ain't doing it. Right. And it's like they they know where the money's at. it's our
0: people. Now th- that's that's where I want to go to next. Okay. Uh huh. Did you ever get a lot of shit for being in that video?
1: Nah, not really. You know, a couple of haters mad because they weren't in that video. Okay. i know my boy trouble was and i had some real homies with me in that video so uh-huh. they can't really say much okay you know the real 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 recognized real and um and now nah, you know they can say oh he's he's dissing our women and all that but our women you know a lot of our women love black people okay you know and I you know if they want to go with them i can't control our women right i can barely control mine you know you know, to, okay. you
0: know. now now um li- 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 do you personally like that song not really no Okay, you know what? I can appreciate your honesty. (laughs) Uh, um, Let me present to you a question, okay? And it's kind of a tough one. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I was having a conversation with a female when that song first dropped. Correct. And she was bumping it. Okay. I don't have anything against YG, and I want to make that plain and simple because my kids like his shit. Of course. A lot of people like his shit. Yeah, a lot of people. When he came out with that one song, my son played it for me, and I remember I said, who the fuck is that? Uh Uh-huh. You know, then he said, check out the video and he played it. And I'll be honest with you. I was somewhat bothered by it. Okay. Okay. So I shared this with this female that was really bumping. That was bumping. And she, she, was, she oh, loved man. It, huh she loved it. So I said, well, what was it about it that you loved it? And she that's said that, this
1: Spanish filter.
0: Well, he loves our culture. And this was the key word. She said, he's trying to cater to us. Of course she, she shit it on. The nom. He loves our
1: culture's money.
0: Right. So here's what happened. I said this. And this is for everyone out there watching, okay? I said, wow. Okay, well, you know what? If he's trying to appeal to us, I understand that. Yeah,
1: because our our stupid people, you know, a lot of our stupid rappers nowadays want to appeal to them. They don't give a fuck about us. They want us to be us. They don't want us to be them. Right. You know, why are we going to act black when we
0: ain't black? And that's where I was going with this. You know what I mean? So I asked her, okay... The, the Everything about that video was Chicano. Everything about it. Of course, it. It's, okay. a, it's a Chicano rap song. Okay. It's Chicano rap. So she tells me he was trying to appeal to us. So I said this, okay. If I was a, a rapper. Correct. And I wanted to appeal to blacks. Mm-hmm. and I asked her this question. I'm asking you. Yeah. How do I go about doing that? You want to appeal to black people? Yeah. It, let's just say that it, it's a, a question that I presented to her. Okay. And, but now I'm presenting it to you. If I want, if I was a Chicano, since he was trying to appeal to us, I, well, first off, I, I ain't trying to appeal to black people. Okay, they're only a,
1: they're not, our 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 Latin community is a lot stronger than theirs, right? So but, it comes to numbers and, and buying power. But you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I was trying to appeal to black people, I'd be my, myself. I'd be a proud Chicano. Okay, and they, and they would respect that more than me trying to be one of them.
0: Well, here's her answer. Okay, let's hear her answer. She said, when I when I told her, okay, if I wanted to appeal to Blacks being a Chicano, kind of how do I go about doing it? Mm-hmm. And here's what she said. You can't. And I said, why not? She said, because they'll probably take that as racist.
1: They would. She's correct.
0: That, and I'll be honest with you. That's why I didn't like that song and I didn't support that song. Uh-huh. On my end, when people found out that you were going to come here... Uh-huh. They right away said, Hey, you need to ask that motherfucker. Hey, you need to ask that fool this hey, why why was he on there? You know, does he think he's black? Like all of this, all of these things. Yeah. You know. And, and I know you bob and weave and roll with the punches. Of course. I, I understand. hundred million that.
1: people seen that song. Right. And they gotta understand I'm in a businessman and hundred million people have seen me on on um video. I, I think it's probably more than hundred million people now. Okay. So it's all for promotion also. Okay. And it's all that, you know, he didn't disrespect you know us as southern californians uh-huh. and that's i'm more concerned about southern california culture than the actual right actual culture of the chicano culture the mexican culture i i my, my race is more of southern californian and people are probably be like what the hell is he talking about
0: we're we're kind of different from right
1: you know we're a different breed of people
0: right okay now um did 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 anybody ever approach you, talk to you, DM you, email you? What the fuck were you doing in that video? Anybody ever approach you? Like, nah, no? nah, no. Nah.
1: I, I, I I seen a couple things on you know. Oh fuck those guys that were in that video. And I got at some idiot was saying that, and he broke it down.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you know, now here, here's the thing. Okay, I've been in videos with uh, a bunch of brothers. Uh-huh, of okay? course. Nobody's ever told me anything. Of course okay? not. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, early 90s, early 90s, and this is pretty much where I'm going to with my next question. Um, when I met High I met him at the Swamp Meet. I met Dre, EZ, and those the guys- At, at, the, at Rodeo, the swamp yeah. Meet. Yeah, at the Rodeo Swamp Meet, City Cardina. I, I didn't know what was going to evolve from there. I was just a DJ. Of course. Got a record deal, now I'm forced to be a producer. Uh-huh. I will say this about my own raza, especially here in Wilmington, okay? A lot of them told me, when are you going to stop fucking with blacks and start fucking with raza?
1: Okay. That's being prejudiced right there. It is. It is. That's what's wrong with our people. It's like, they want us to be all pro-Chicano and Chicano power and Chicano this, but then they'll buy black music. If the and then and then mad at us for doing black music, it's like who cares, man? Whatever sounds good, sounds good. Yeah. You know, I make I my first record. I had a bunch of black dudes on it. Right. And that was nineteen ninety seven. Right. So you know, everybody talking about black unity, black brown and black unity nowadays. Man, I was doing that twenty years ago. Okay. You know what I
0: mean? Hey, I don't look at I don't look at color when it comes to music. So he, here's was my answer. Okay. And um and I said, well, when I made a Chicano that can rap and that I can make some money off of him, then we'll work. Mm-hmm. Now, now let me ask you, this. see if you can remember, because I I think you, you were telling me, um, I guess you're a lot younger than me. Not much. Um much. Um, in the early 90s, if you can remember, because I think Frank V came out, what, 94? 92. 92, okay. Other than maybe Frank V, mm-hmm. Lighter Shade of Brown, uh, let's just say Frost, what other possible groups were out there that were possibly chicano there was spanish fly from your area harbour yeah right? har- yeah uh,
1: from carson there's, uh, there's brown pride brown pride okay there was um all that familia record stuff there's night out in san diego okay little rob um there's a lot of groups back then
0: okay Brownside came out in 97 i think the, at that time the only people that were actually calling me was a uh, lighter sheet of brown correct and um um Spanish flag. There's yeah. an ALT too. Yeah, ALT. Uh, they w- went on to form. Was it the Goodfellas or so? Or the, the G-Fellas. G-Fellas, yeah. yeah Slow okay. ALT, and Nino Brown. Right. And uh, I didn't really have much to choose from. Yeah. And many of them wanted me just to build them up, chop them around. Correct. And I didn't really have time for that. Yeah. Because I was already working and touring with signed artists. Of course. So back then, I did get a lot of slack. And I'll tell you uh, another reason... Why I got a lot of slack, because the majority of every rapper that I either did their show tapes for, I I would choreograph their shows, Uh or DJ for, whether it be DJ Quick, Second Ten AMG, High C. Uh Um, Whenever I would go to an all Chicano event, I'll be honest with you, bro, my own people wouldn't talk to me. That's crazy. Like, they wouldn't even talk to me. I remember one day I was leaving, and this one Chicano that I knew comes up to me, goes, why are you leaving so early? And I said, you know what? I didn't get no sleep. I'm gonna go home and rest. Why it wasn't black enough for you? Like I really got a lot of shit because Dang of you, yeah. you know. So I was always somewhat, I believe, somewhat in the middle, you know. No, for doing even being a rapper back then, it was considered you're kind of
1: blowing it. You know what I mean? uh uh-huh. And it's like you know, the air, like especially the older homies, they didn't,
0: they didn't, you know, they weren't too happy with rap music in general. Right. And so you know. Okay. So now, you ended up doing a song with uh, Nate Dogg. W- w- what are the artists that you end up working with, like like throughout your career? I worked with
1: a lot of artists. Pretty much everybody I've ever wanted to work with, you know. So besides you and High C, no, you know, AMG and second, uh, but I did, you know, none of that crew I never worked with the okay. DJ Quick crew. But um, besides that, with um, Nate Dogg, um, Snoop Dogg, um, I did a song with Kryptonite with Neo on the hook. Mm-hmm. You know, he was an R&B, he's an R, he is an R&B singer. Um, like I said, me and Hutch, part pretty much partners now. Hutch, That's Big they, Hutch from, well, Cole 187 from, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, worked with Rapping Forte, worked with um, MC8. Um, the list goes on and on. The list man. goes and on. Pretty much, big, big
0: part of the West Coast. Squeak Crew from, Off From the Eye. Okay. Um, dub, so, dub C. So the, the, so you dropped your album at what point in your career did you think uh, I would just want to open up my label and sign people? Was I it never really, I never wanted to do that. I
1: never wanted to sign anybody. Everybody I wrote with the homies that, that, that I either grew up with or someone brought to you know brought along. But we weren't like a label like signing people or nothing like that.
0: No, nah. Okay, so so, so you were just having a uh, releasing out albums and having features,
1: correct? Yeah. Okay. I did, I did solo. I was like my little homie Saint, you know, Saint Hillside and then my brother Bobby, you know, early sleepy stuff. And uh uh-huh. uh we did uh uh you know, I did stuff, you know, my boy Casper, you know, ca- I call him a Caz now. Okay. You know? Yeah. But most of the homies that I really were, you know, new, I just didn't take anybody. I still don't and I I don't take anybody, you know. Okay.
0: Okay, I don't so, even care if they rap good. If I don't know them, I don't want to. I'm not going to co-sign them. <laughs> so, so, so there was never necessarily a, a, a record label then, uh, that nah. you were signing people. Okay. Nah. okay, okay. For some reason, I thought that you had a bunch of artists signed to you. Nah. Okay, I'd okay. rather work with established artists.
1: Okay, like Frank V and D Double T X and okay and um whoever's
0: it, you know, I already had a following. Now, if there is such a person, mm-hmm. I'm going to twist your arm right now and ask you a question. I'll do it too hard. All right. All right. Who would you say in the Chicano game is lyrically the best way I've ever done it? Frank V. Frank V.
1: No hesitation. Frank V. Frank Proper V. Knows. Frank V. is probably the best all around person I've ever worked with. And right. you know, I just named who I worked with too.
0: Yeah.
1: Frank V. Black, brown, white. Frank V is best on the oh. microphone. He Wait. could write a verse in his head a 16. Now he doesn't even need paper.
0: You know what? Uh, and And you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. When I met Frank V, he was actually a little bit real thin. You know, he was yeah. still a youngster. Yeah. And I remember he. they had, uh, me and Ernie were talking mm-hmm. about this. Uh, and I remember I dug his style so fucking much, man. Not only did I feel that way about Frost, that I felt that he opened up a lane with that song, La Raza. Of course. But when I first heard Frank, and it was, I heard Mexican Power. I heard Hard Times. out of Frank V. Something a w- bump, all that. Yeah, uh, uh, One Summer Night. Man, he was like... At that time... I remember bumping his shit in my Benz. I just got a brand new Benz. And I was bumping that shit. And I really, really wanted to work with them. And I'll admit it. At one point, I was jealous. Because I had high C. And even though he had a record deal... You know, uh-huh. we were signed. I wanted to work with that guy. Yeah. You know? But he was already signed to Steve Yano. And, Weren't uh, you
1: guys signed as well?
0: Yes. Yes. yeah, We were signed. And I'm going to tell you how that happened. Because Disney did not want to release it under their record label because it was too dirty. Of course. So they said, well, let's just make up a, 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 a um, make up a record label. Scandless. Yeah, Scandless Records, and we'll release it under that, but it'll be major distribution through WIA, Warner Electro Atlantic. Of course, yeah. So we said, all right, so it came out under Scanless. It didn't come out well, under... Well, that, th- that this- went
1: through WIA, right? And yes. The front pro- proper dose Mexican power went through Rhino.
0: Right, right. Okay. And I believe that that album... Um, Again, and I'll 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 tell you the way I told uh, Ernie, that those first two Proper Dose albums are the epitome for me of Chicano rap. Oh, that's, that is Chicano rap. Those are the blueprints. Okay. You know, those
1: in, in the East Side Story, you can't take that from Frost. East Side Story and Smile Now, Die Later, those are all the best
0: Chicano rap albums. Right. You know, now, w- w- when you first heard those songs of uh, uh, Proper Dose, whether it was Mexican Power or mm-hmm. just that album in general, what were your thoughts that went through your mind, man? Because you didn't know them yet. No, I didn't know them well Eastside Drama was a good album too. That was a great album. But besides that,
1: but, oh, but, but back to Frank V. Um, what were my thoughts about him? Yeah, uh, no. When I, mean, I first met him, how no, was or,
0: he was. he where you heard his
1: shit? Like, oh man, I, I man, that's why that's pretty much where I wanted. To, that's why I wanted to do what I do, right? And did what I
0: did. And then eventually, you ended up working with him. Of course, yeah. And we uh, had a lot in common. Me and him, really. Him and I. That's, that's dope, you know. man. So now I'm gonna ask you the same thing that I asked Ernie G. Because uh, inquiring minds want to know. Okay. From what you know of or from what you heard of, uh, where is Frank V? He's incarcerated. Incarcerated? And uh, do you know how long possibly he's looking at? He got a few years. He's going to be gone for a while. Okay. Okay. You know what? And that's very, very sad because uh, the guy was just so dope, man. You know, and he still is. He still is. I'm not going to take that away from him.
1: Uh, I, shared I got, I got an now. album coming out on him. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: A full album? Full album. Wow. W- w- when was that recorded?
1: Before he went away to Oregon. Wow. Wow. He moved. He went up to Oregon for a while, and that's where he got in trouble. Well,
0: I'm glad you, you said that here, so we, mm-hmm. we can actually yeah. push it here. That It'll come it, out in
1: 2020, most, most okay. definitely.
0: Okay, like around what? Uh, months? Yeah, yeah. If they haven't decided? Yeah. Okay. Uh, any vinyl for the DJs? Maybe. I, I'm just, yeah, Maybe I'm thinking about doing some Southland uh, Greatest Sets on vinyl. Okay. You know, so. Uh, how many records since you started? When I say records, I'm talking about CDs. CDs, cr- of course I understand. Um, Since you started this, how many CDs would you say you have came out with?
1: Probably about 80, 90. Really? That I've been behind or associated
0: with, that I own. W- which one, if you had to choose one, would you say... That's my shit right there. That's the one. Is is there one?
1: That's my shit, or that's that's the one that sold the most. Well, okay. <laughs> the shit is to me the one that made me the most money. That's the one I, I, okay. lo- I love the most. Okay, do you
0: remember the name of that one?
1: Southland Love Jams. Gangsters Get Lonely Too. Dope. oh, yeah. And, and and do you get booked a lot for that? Not as much as I should. A lot of people are um, think I. I Bring around, bring a big crowd with me or something. I got a bad reputation. And I know there's some, a lot of artists hated on Southland because we had a
0: reputation slapping DJs and stuff like that. (laughs) You know? You know, it's funny that you say slapping DJs because um, years ago, and I'm talking about the 80s, um, you know, everybody can dub a cassette back then. Of course. Yeah. And I remember Steve one time said, uh, Man, there's some guys at the other SWAMI and they're slanging our tapes and they're dubbing them and they were making money off of our shit, of uh-huh. our mixtapes. Yeah. And uh, uh, we went over there and of course we laid hands on a couple of guys Good. because uh, uh, they were slanging our shit. Mm-hmm. And I remember this one guy, uh, brought my boy little Mario and... Um, this one guy, I went up to him. I had my sister go up and buy a cassette off of him. Hey, do you have a so-and-so mixtape? Uh-huh. And he sold it. She brought it back to me. So I walked right up to him and I wait a minute. Did you just sell this to my sister? And he said, yeah, Mexican dude. And I said, hey, man, well, this is my shit. Who-, who gave you the right to fucking dub it? And he goes, I don't give a fuck. You guys sell it too. And my homeboy, ping, 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 ping. Laid his fucking ass out, Oh, yeah, we've, we've done that, yeah. you, you know, and, and the thing is, we, we didn't want it to, to go to that, but got to respect that pe- you're fucking with people's money now of course that's your uh, what you created right and I, I remember it there's a there's a mixtape called 86 in the mix where dre actually uh mentions that on one of the cassettes since 86 he said we heard all you suckers out there selling our tapes and shit i just got one thing to say and then he scratched in uh uh, schooly deep, and if it catch you doing your ass, it's mine. Like that was oh, dope. That even back then, you know, people were doing that shit. That's hard. Uh, did, now let me ask you this: Did you ever run into any that you know of record stores, record yeah, stands that would double your of shit? Of course, I, I was in the downtown alleys.
1: We went in there and took all their CDs. I was asked, um, and you know, they got, they got their crew and tried to chase us out of there, but we took all the CDs and and they didn't, t- they couldn't do nothing about it. Totally. Yeah, and then I got, got a guy at a car show one time that just took his whole stand, you the know, homies. No shit? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Wow, wow.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, hey, I guess they yeah. had it coming, you know? Yeah, of course,
1: yeah. You what know? was he
0: going to say, you know? Right.
1: It's our stuff.
0: You know, er- earlier you had said, once again, and I agree with you, that we have the best fans, okay? Uh, do you ever find that sometimes that some of these same fans – are the ones that possibly I don't want to use the word problem, but possibly diss you the most or disrespect you the most. Uh, um, as far as uh, no,
1: I don't think it's the fans. I think it's other rappers. Really? I think it's, I think it's disappointed rappers and that they they couldn't make a career of what I what what other rappers have done, and I think it's other rappers hating on rappers, mm-hmm. and they're mad because some rappers made a living off of of Chicano rap or, you know, the rap music in general, and they're they're just upset about it. They couldn't do it, and they got to wake up every morning at 6 in the morning and go to work. I wake up at noon, you know, and I'm sure it pisses a lot of people off. Yeah. You know, but I kind of live my life by the easy East time.
0: Right. You know. Well, you know. Woke up quick at about noon, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> and, and the thing is, <clears throat> and I will continue to say this, Ken, whether people like you or not, whether people like your music or not, they can never ever knock your hustle, man. Okay, yeah. Uh, and that's one thing that I get from you is that regardless of what people may say, uh huh, you keep pushing. And, and that's one thing that I well, I got mouths to feed. I can't stop. There yeah, it mean, is, there. You know, and, are, If we worried about what other people thought about us, we, we wouldn't be doing this. Of course not. Any any job, you're gonna get people hating on
1: you. You work anywhere, there's there's always someone upset with what you got because everybody wants what someone else has, you know. That's his human nature.
0: You're right, you're right. So, we're gonna press pause there, we're gonna go for another break, we're gonna come back, we're gonna have another 30 minutes of a dope conversation. I got some more questions to ask you, of course. So, please hang in there. You can help yourself with another beer, my brother. (laughs) So, once again, we're gonna go to another break, we're gonna play some more music. Uh, for those of you that are commenting, negative or positive, it doesn't matter. Honestly, it's all good. We are—we're actually getting a kick out of reading it. So please continue. Yeah, it's good that, it's juicy. that shit is pretty dope. So uh, once again, tune in. Two more songs. Uh, uh, Rodeo mixtape, Documixter, November fourth. Tony A, Mr D, in the building. Uh, if you're mad and jealous, uh, uh, stay tuned. <laughs> Once again, thank you, everybody, for staying tuned. Uh, I was reading the comments. I was getting a kick out of them.
1: 100 uh, loves us, oh, whoever yeah, that is. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to
0: 100. Thanks for the yeah, props. Negative and positive. Those were, dope, those were funny as fuck, seriously. Yeah, uh, once again, we're going to go ahead and jump right into our interview. We got Mr. D in the building. Once again, thank you for coming, brother. Of course, of course. Um, Thanks for having me. Yes, most definitely. Uh, this is exciting for me because I get to ask a lot of the questions that I will eventually uh, help me in a documentary that we're filming. Okay. Okay. And I ask a lot of Chicano rappers, uh, these type of questions. And it isn't so much that I don't know the answers because I get a lot of people that DM me. Hey, man, you should do this. You should do this. I know what I'm doing. My thing is that when I ask a lot of questions. You're asking it, for them. Yeah. I ask for them. Of course. of course. Okay. No, I understand that. Um, my first question to you is this. And this, a lot of guys see this, see this as a controversial question. Okay. Why? I don't know, but it people are split. Uh, do you feel that? Do you have to be Chicano to be a Chicano rapper? Not necessarily.
1: You proved that when you came out of High C. Okay. I mean, you know, High C is uh, I ain't your puppet and I'm sitting on a, sitting in the park was that the name of it? Yeah, correct. What should I what shit I what should I do? So I have to mention tell the trick is through. Um, those are Chicano rap songs. Okay. I don't know. Did High C like or did it bug him to be considered a Chicano rapper? No,
0: I actually Well let me interview you now, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. But 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 finish answering the uh, question. Yes. Yeah. Did you
1: did he cons- did, how did he feel about being a Chicago No, rap?
0: I actually he actually thought like it was kinda of funny, like he kind of took it almost as a compliment. Because he's a kid from Compton, right? Correct. Point. Okay. Correct. And he grew up around Mexican. So I think okay. he kind of took it as a compliment that like, he's from the same neighborhood as DJ
1: quick and YG later on. Correct. Treetop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I don't think it was ever anything negative coming from his part. I think he accepted it. He yeah. embraced it. And I, uh, uh, I think the only thing he didn't embrace was when we would do shows and girls would want autographs uh-huh. and they would ask him, so are you Mexican? And he said, no he was he
1: was a generation too late because these girls love black guys nowadays right right
0: and the girls would ask him well what are you Uh and he would say well i'm just black and they would go oh yeah it was a little what's the word taboo back then you know to
1: for a chicana girl mexican girl to mess with black dude but now it's now i guess it's uh accept it
0: okay okay
1: that's why i'm gonna start messing with some black girls Okay, yeah.
0: uh, Um. so the question once, once again was, do you have to be Chicano to be Chicano rapper? And you said no. Of course not. Okay, now uh, here's another question. Uh, and most guys usually pause to think about it, and some people have the answers right away. Uh-huh. Uh What is, in your opinion, Chicano rap? In my opinion,
1: it's a... Well, I mean, I'm going to pretty much look like I'm a hypocrite, because back then it's a Chicano rapping. Chicano, a Chicano rapping would be considered Chicano rap, but... but the the um the norm is, I guess, rapping over oldie beats and samples mm-hmm. would be considered Chicano rap. But if you listen to old South Central Cartel stuff, that was all over oldies and samples. Right. So it's just, I guess, the old West Coast gangster style music. Okay. That would be considered what Chicanos prefer to listen to. Why, why do you think so many people are so divided over that? I don't know. People just are scared of the word ch- Chicano. They don't like that word for some reason. It bugs them, I guess, because a lot of them aren't Chicano. And they're born, you know, below the border of Mexico, and or you know, and or born in Mexico. If you're born there, you're not Chicano. You gotta right. be. You gotta be born in the United States to be considered a Chicano. So a lot of people are, you know, are divided on that because they, maybe they're not Chicanos. Right. Right.
0: No. You know what? And that, that's that's true because half of my family, both my mother and my father, were born in Mexico. Uh-huh. Half of my brothers and sisters were born in Mexico. For okay. me, down were born we're here. Born here. Okay. Um, so so that's why I ask those, these interesting questions because one thing about Steve Yano, uh-huh. that he was a Japanese vendor from the city of Whittier, uh, yeah, grew I, up on all, all oldies, you know. Of course, yeah. He signed proper those, he believed in them. Yep. And he believed in this uh, Chicano movement. He's okay? a, he was a visionary. Yes, absolutely.
1: And I remember talking to Dr. Dre about him. Me and Frank were talking to Dre. And that's when Dre was just coming out with 50 Cent, you know. And that's the first thing Dre has asked for. He's like, what's up with Steve? When he asked Frank that. Yeah. And Frank said, like, oh, he's
0: cool, he's cool. You know, that's before he passed away.
1: Right. You know.
0: And this is Dr. Dre.
1: That's Dr. Dre,
0: Andre okay. Young. Okay. Now, um, how do I say this? Um, since Frank B., you had Frost, Frank B., who are some of your others Obviously other than yourself that you would uh, consider these are some of my favorite Chicano rappers to listen to. Even if possibly you might have oh, lost.
1: Cole one eighty seven, he's one of the, my favorite, you know, Black Superman, but that's not Chicano. I must jump the gun on that question. But <laughs> um but my favorite Chicano rappers to listen to was ALT. Okay. Um um SA Red Shrock, SA Daz. Um and the O'Hara song
0: I just did with him unreleased I say Daz me and Hutch you know and, and, yeah. and Daz told me about that too and yeah. a lot of people have been requesting him mm-hmm. but I don't like to tell people ahead of time it, 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 yeah you don't want to you know, let the cat out the bag and, and I'm going to tell you why because you have a lot of cock blocking bastards out there <laughs> that you, 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 you tell them ahead of time who's going to be here and they'll Fuck. go try to get them yeah. before you oh I understand they fucked. yeah yeah let me go get them before you I got more subscribers
1: than he does man. Yeah.
0: that's what it is so I try to keep it on the download. But, um, so, he's, it, Esa Rich Rock, uh, Daz. Did you ever see the, the, the Esa Rich Rock Spanish Fly documentary? No, I haven't. I yeah. Know. I, 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 they did a premiere for it at, at uh, USC, uh-huh. and, and I went there. And it was actually pretty good. People can see it on Amazon. I would like to meet S. A. Rich Rock
1: one day. Yeah. Um, I, was I
0: don't know if he's...
1: I've heard he's alive, though.
0: Yeah, he's still alive. He's very much alive. And, you know, it's funny. Um, I told Daz and uh, DJ Tricks that I started working with him when he was in junior high. Really? Yeah, I had a Murray
1: Brunfield was his teacher. Really? Yeah, that's how they met Murray Brunfield. Hmm. And people don't know who Murray Brunfield is. You know who he is, right? Of course. He was the owner of Familia Records, and that was on the biggest underground Chicano labels back in the early 90s. Would you say that that was bigger than Thump Records? Of course, Thump Records was watered down. Okay. That wasn't real. That was ran by an old white guy named Bill Walker.
0: Bill Walker. Bill
1: Walker. What's up, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> did did you ever have any any work with him? With Bill? Of course, I worked with Bill. Okay, he he, he robbed me a couple of times, and I almost
0: had to strangle him. But I got paid. I had to sue him. It's funny that you say that because every story that I ever heard about Bill Walker uh-huh. has been the same. Oh yeah, exactly the same. And I never did any business with him, honestly. Uh-huh. And I'm thankful I didn't. Yes. But every person that has. Um, uh, work with them, signed to him, or whatever, has all said the same thing. Uh, um, so, you know, I, if people would just do... You
1: just got to watch what you... I never signed the contract. That's what got... You know, I was lucky. He thought I signed it, but I never did. Okay. And he started start doing things, and I, I ceased everything. You just got to be careful what you sign or be careful who you deal with, you know? Right. And, um, but in this game, sometimes you do got to get fucked to get up to the top. Yeah. You know, and... It's, it's, you know, someone's going to, someone's going to try to make money off you to make you, there's two sides of every story. Yes. You know, so, you know, someone's going
0: to try to make, if someone's going to put money into you, they want to make it back. Right. You know what I mean? Well... I think the problem is with a lot of labels is that a lot of artists is that when they get that one check and I've seen it happen over and over whether they were black artists Chicano artists when they get that one big check they go out there to get their cell phone they get their gold chains they get their brand new cars and then when they run out of money so quickly
1: yeah a couple hookers
0: yeah you know the the the, the label's fucking me yeah. or my manager yeah. robbed me or whatever when they really went out and blew it off uh-huh. you know and I always encourage especially a lot of young artists take care of your money even though it goes in one ear not the other that
1: yeah. money don't last forever it's just like football players you know 78% of nfl players end up being broke yeah you know it's cuz it doesn't you know their careers are only 4 years long average but um and and as same as rap rap people in the rap game money don't don't last forever so right. if you do make any money on it and i wish i would take my own advice cuz i fucked
0: off a lot of money myself right but um you now know. if i can use this word uh for you to either encourage inspire Young artists today, well, in a nutshell, what do you think you have done to have been in this game zo- so long and still
1: eat? I'm from a different generation. It was easier for us. in selling out of our trunk, we can't do that nowadays. So now we're, we're slaves to the, the, the mainstream. If you ain't mainstream, you ain't going to get no money in this game. Yeah, It's hard to make money in this game if you ain't mainstream. To get on the radio is impossible. Yeah. i'm one of the last independent rec- people to even be on the radio if gangsters get lonely it's impossible now unless you're a mainstream guy so mm-hmm. if you want to do be a rapper make sure you got a, a second um to fall on you know stay in school become a lawyer become a doctor you know there's real real occupations out there that you know you're better off doing but if you this is what you want to do pursue your dreams and maybe one day we'll start supporting our own people in real and make the you know, the Jewish people at top realize that we gotta start supporting these Chicanos, not just the blacks. Right. You know what I mean? And, and not just, uh, you know, we're, we're stuck. We're, we're Americans, but we're not selling records down in Mexico. You know, we're not selling records in, like how they sell, you know, in the mainstream before we get away with it because we're selling it ourselves. So we sold 10,000 records at five bucks. That's 50,000. 50,000. Yeah. I made more money than most of the rappers that, you know, that you heard on the radio. Of course. I was, uh, you know, and, and you people, know what? And I believe that. Oh, way more. I, I'm probably, I, you know, people you think are big stars. I made more money than, you know, selling 10,000 average of every release. You know, you could do the, do the math. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why, you know, I had, I had major deals thrown at us, right. so, you know, major, major deals. And I'd always turned them down. Like mm-hmm. I do the math. Wait, I'll make that money off of three or four records. Well, I want that hundred grand you're offering me. I don't want that. Okay. You know what I mean? So people are like, why aren't you blowing up? Why aren't you as big as so and so or so and so? I made more m- money than so and so. And
0: I'm glad you. I'm glad you know you're mean? bringing this up because I think a lot of people look at that and say, why hasn't he never taken off? Why hasn't he never? Blown oh, I hear now Oh, this guy's like
1: bigger than you, and you're, you're you're some underground bullshit rapper. I'm like, so what, man? My bank account's bigger than his. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you ever work? Um, uh, with the Capone camp? Of course. I, I got him his first distribution deal. Pretty okay. much started that camp. Can, can, can you say that again a little bit louder? I got him his first distribution deal. Okay. You know, all those high-powered people thank me for, you know, getting in the game. You know, so it's all it all comes from from me, you know, helping him out.
0: You were uh, recording any songs with him? Yeah. Okay. A few. Uh, uh, how was your guys' relationship today? Is it cool? Yeah, we're all right. We're cool. Okay. You know, it's funny. Uh, I, I, I've only... I never met him, but I did a show one time in Thinking, Oxnard, and he came in with like twenty five yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. and it was funny. They all looked—I didn't know who was who. You know, <laughs> bunch of clones, huh? He, yeah, e- exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, he's got his crowd, and if he's no, he, him,
1: he's he did winning. his game. I can't hate on them. I can't hate on him. He, he's made his mark in the game, and he has some songs that are good. You know, a couple wow. songs that are good. You know, and a lot of people are mad at him for having success at not being a Chicano, but. Like like we talk about with high C, you know? Right. Right. Same situation. He made Chicano music that appealed to Chicanos.
0: Okay. Okay, you yeah. know, and and here's what the word out on the street is about him and I'm sure you've heard it. Uh I heard he, his word on the street Southland got heat. No, go yeah. And and uh that he um used the Chicano culture to get over on us. Whether that's true or not, what is your take on that?
1: Uh, I don't want to get too into it, too politics or anything about, and that type of stuff about that. But there's a lot of people that aren't Chicano that are part of our our heritage and part of what we represent. You know, so if, if you know if you catch my drift, but um um. It's if he if he carries himself right and acts proper and and represents our culture right, you know I got no problem with that. Okay.
0: Now now what would you say to those fans? Because I believe this is one thing that I've been reading in the comments. Why do you have a white guy that thinks he's Chicano? Can, can, can you address that? Would that be me? Yes. I don't, maybe because I talk pretty proper
1: and I'm educated and I have I do have a college education. Okay. And I and I and I. And I um, you know, maybe that's why they get that misconception of Mr. D being white. Right. You know, and um, and uh, I, I showed pictures of my mom, you know. Right. And, you know, my dad was from a neighborhood. My mom's from a neighborhood. You know, but I went to school my whole life and was really well educated.
0: Right. And you that's know, a
1: good and, thing. And, um, that's and a good maybe thing. my vocabulary is a little bit better than theirs. Right. So, so, you know, I don't know. And I don't speak Spanish that well. Maybe that's it
0: okay okay You know. well if uh mr capone is out there uh i i would like to welcome you to Rodian radio i would definitely love to interview interview you i believe that you have an interesting story
1: oh it's, uh, it's similar to mine we started together with the cds we, me and him started re- selling them out the trunk we 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 you know same year and everything we're from the same class him me kwetayeska from harbor area uh uh-huh. we all came out the same year you know that was our rookie year class. Dope. dope. And that, that little Cuete from Norwalk, I don't really know him, but he came out the same year
0: too. though. Well, like again, Mr. Capone, if you hear me, I would love to interview you. I don't know how to get a hold of you, but uh, I'm pretty you sure we can make it work. Capone, trouble moves on. He was busted with them. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Well, maybe you yeah. guys can hook it up and we'd we'll love to have him on here. Yeah. Um, it's his fault. Now... <laughs> You know, there's another thing that I saw on social media And uh-huh. I just want to just touch on it really quickly Before we get into your big project Okay Um. um, um there was some bickering going on On social media, I don't know if it was just Comments or what it was uh, Was there ever any beef, Any trouble or anything between you And Misfit Soto That's that rapper from Is he, where's he from? Uh, oh,
1: he's he, he from nowhere, but Um I, it's, uh, he raps in Conejos group, I think. I, I don't. I've never heard his music. Okay. But um, I think he's um, talking about he don't want to be Chicano or something. I don't think he is Chicano, but he, you know, he like he wants our fan base. uh uh-huh. And um, but he's, I guess, upset about the old rappers not supporting him or whatever. I don't know him, so I don't. I don't know how I can support someone I don't know. Right. Okay. You know, but ain't no big thing. You know, he's. You know, I i thought he was like my age but i guess you said he was a little younger okay you know and
0: you know I don't, I'll, I'll check his music out you say it's all right yeah i i love it okay i love his music i think it's very very different uh-huh. uh, um i know him very well and uh um, he's like 300 pounds i heard no no he's not that big <laughs> oh, okay. no but i'll I tell you what i love what his he music said his I, I think he's dope but I am glad that uh, you came on here and at least spoke, uh, you're speaking from the gut, man. And I truly respect that because most people that have come here have usually said don't ask me this don't ask me this don't ask me uh, that yeah and never addressed it uh-huh. and and honestly i'm thankful that you did yeah you know but uh no uh um th- uh, i had just seen some stuff on the internet because somebody was talking about uh that you, it all went back to the tiger and yg video yeah i guess he didn't like that local video but teaches uh-huh.
1: uh, teach his own
0: you know okay Okay. Um, other than that, you were telling me on break that you're working on the movie or done with the movie? It's done. Okay. It's done. The Southland K- tale. Southland tale.
1: Like, T- yeah. uh, um, elaborate a little bit. It's starring that. my homeboy, Lazy, Daniel Martinez. And he's um, the tall guy. If you see me around the guy, it's like 6'8". You'll you you'll recognize him. He's probably the tallest essay I ever met.
0: Damn, 6'8"? Uh, yeah,
1: so he's the star of it. I, I'm in it also. I wrote and produced it. And it's uh, basically about a... Uh, my brother in the movie is actually my brother Bobby. real brother yeah but okay. he's also the my it's 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 like we used all our real names uh-huh. but the but the story is made up so it's kind of kind of different and um it's a southland tale it's just i guess tale means story right oh uh-huh. now so, this,
0: this may be self explanatory yeah. but uh, uh 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 was it filmed in your neighborhood no it was filmed all it was filmed everywhere
1: oh okay okay it was filmed in Orange County, formed in downtown LA. Filmed. We had numerous locations. Wow! You know, and filmed in a studio. Filmed in you know um, in a lot of places. I.e., we filmed
0: out there a little bit. So, uh, how long has this been in production, or how long has this been rattling around in your head that you said, "I'm going to finally get <laughs> it"? Oh, put it's, it's been in my
1: head forever. You know, uh, you know, I, I wrote it a long time ago and upgraded it, and um, and we, we started filming at the end of seventeen, I believe. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah. it's been through eighteen and yeah, it's been you know and, and gone, the editing and the and the um and the post production is actually seems more difficult than the actual filming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it, it actually took us about a year, literally a year to uh edit our Rhodium mixtape documentary. Of course. Yeah. It took fucking a long time. Editing ain't no joke. No damn joke. I mean sometimes we will work six hours and maybe we did fifteen minutes of editing. And after
1: seeing the movie I've seen it, you know, probably 50 times in course you know me being me you know i, I wanted it to be better of course yeah but the budget wasn't near where it should have been mm-hmm. so it's it is what it is did you
0: get investors or did you do nah, this yourself i pay for everything okay oh you uh, know ooh, ooh. it was directed by you if i'm correct directed written and paid for though though so see now
1: how could somebody hate on that Oh, they'll hate on it. They'll be oh that (laughs) shit. That looks shit.
0: That looks low budget. You know, it ain't low budget. It's no budget. (laughs) Right, right. There you
1: go. But
0: um, you know, I I got I had the same thing with my mixtape. All that mixtape's fucking whack. But that guy would go every fucking week and buy my mixtapes. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, no, I I, I get it. So, uh, when can we? Well, you said next year or no? It's I'm trying to get it out. Yeah,
1: probably. I was hoping to get some some copies. You know, pre, pre copies in, um, December. I'll get you one ASAP. Oh. So, so yeah. Okay. And about how long is this movie? It's, uh, hour and 10 minutes. Okay. On a scale of one to 10, what do you give your own movie? Ah, uh, uh st- heart and, and story, I give it like a 10, but production wise and, um, and, uh this is the whole picture probably a five
0: four or five
1: okay and you got yeah. a soundtrack for it as well soundtrack a double disc and it's got forty songs forty over forty songs
0: D- did you put uh um, what did you have any cameo oh i'm I'm throughout the whole movie throughout the whole movie yeah. any other rappers if someone didn't explain? show up
1: that day I had to Fill in. i had to um improvise.
0: Okay, okay. And there's
1: a lot of improv improv involved (laughs) in it. A lot of improv.
0: Any other rappers that we can expect? Yeah, Frost
1: is in it. Cornejo's in it. Um, Trouble,
0: um, no, Trouble, you you were busted at the time. Okay, Frost Uh, was in it.
1: Cornejo was in it. You were in it. Big Hutch is in it. Big Hutch, okay. Chino Brown's in it. Quetta Yesca's in it. Um, Matt, the Repo Man's in it from Operation Repo. who else is in there no i'm forgetting somebody saint hillside kaz bobby um like i said lazy and there's some actual actors
0: in there and, and by the way b- big up to kaz uh i've never met him but i like your shit kaz is one of the best chicano rappers out there uh, so much if love, you don't, if you don't know about Kaz,
1: if you don't know about my boy kaz check his his stuff out on on um on youtube
0: far most underrated rapper out there he's he's probably the best present rapper right now. Uh, my, my boy John, right here, John Elkins. He did a lot of the work. Yeah, contenders. he did a lot of his, produ- his um video stuff. That was dope. Okay, so um, uh, and, and give us the title of the movie again. Uh Southland Tale. Okay, and w- where can we see it on possibly all platforms? A Netflix. I, or- I, I'm pressing those motherfuckers.
1: I want something out my trunk if I have to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? This, right. you know, I'll get them. I'll get them to you, and then I'll worry about. Where, who's going to pick it up later. Okay. If I wait for a, a deal to come through, it ain't going to happen.
0: Right. Well, you know what? Yeah. And we, we found that out because I had never been a part of... Uh, I have been a part of shopping deals for rappers, you know? Mm-hmm. We found out that trying to get a record deal today is like hitting the lottery twice. Correct, okay. but Correct. and trying to get a movie deal if you will it's almost the same shit that's why I ain't gonna wait for nobody I never have and never right. will and, and, and believe me we have a date we have fourth, where we're gonna drop our docu- our documentary through our website for streaming only okay if we went to we went to a Netflix we had meetings with Amazon we had meetings with Hulu and all of these places
1: okay they want your certain camera they want your certain this they want to tell you what to do too much
0: they, yeah they want to re-edit it they want to rename it they want to take people out they want to put people in and it mm-hmm. wouldn't even be your Film anymore? not be it. Yeah. So I just said no, no, no. So it's best that we release it ourselves. I mean, think about this: if we sell our our documentary for thirty dollars, okay, because yeah. it's a three hour documentary. Okay, if we were at thirty bucks and we sell four thousand, you we could probably sell four thousand just here in L.A. That's one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, thirty bucks a little
1: high, but if I'm I'll be I'll be honest with you: I'd sell for ten and sell twenty thousand a little but, yeah. You know what I mean? And more people out there, you got you got it to more people right but you know you do what you like but right that's what i'm gonna sell mine at 10 bucks and i don't care i'll blow them out and if people want to buy them at five i'll probably sell them at five i'm trying to get it out there okay you know I, and if it's
0: a profit it's a profit
1: right you know that's just my, my <laughs> mentality
0: you know what i mean uh, uh. So, so so would you say that from here on out are you still going to continue to do music or are you just going to get into more into the film side well the film and music go hand in hand okay because if i do a film
1: i'm going to do the soundtrack Okay, so yeah, I would like to do. I would like to still open a home at our door,
0: and if it works, I guarantee there'll be a bunch more coming out there. Mm-hmm. Like me, uh, I really want to stick into doing the documentaries, of course, and um, I really want to eventually do a movie. You know, mm-hmm. I want to do a scary movie. You know, I that'd
1: mean, be, that'd be, I've thought about that too. That's 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 a
0: that's a cool. Now, uh, what else other than the movie? We got a Frank V album coming out. Correct. Is there anything possibly that we you, you haven't mentioned that? Will be coming out? Mr. People look Mr. D, for? D, the
1: 187 album.
0: Okay. And, and
1: Cole 187's on every track.
0: Okay. Is, is that, uh, um, that's like a dual album together? Or? Kind of. He's just on every track. Okay. You know. And when can people expect that? Is that still recording? You got it's done? almost
1: done. I'm going to play a song off of it with me, Hutch, and Daz. Okay. When I say Hutch, that's Cole 187, if you don't know. Okay. I got trouble working on his thing, the South Central Trouble. Okay. You know, what you calling album? South Central Assassin. South Central Assassin. Of course. You know, he's he's um been around for a minute. If you don't know who that is, that's SA Trouble. Um and we're just working. I got I got a few other albums done too as we speak. Okay. So um it's just it's just I'll release them when I feel
0: you know, when it feels right. Right. Okay. Okay. And uh one thing that a lot of people may not know about yourself, and I do know, uh, could you share it with me, you're also a coach. Correct. Okay, uh, can you can you uh, let us know a little bit about that? I know you say you're a head coach, correct? For a uh, uh, what city?
1: It's the City Ducks. Okay, and uh, it's in Culver City. Culver City, correct? Okay, and uh, we uh, got a game this Saturday. If we win, we'll go to the Super Bowl. So we'll see. We got to win. So in
0: obviously, that. in order for you to go to the Super Bowl, you, you, your team has to be kicking ass.
1: Yeah, we're good. We're good. You know, it's a it's a good team. Mm. Got a lot of speed. Got a lot of got a lot of power. A lot of heart. A lot of heart. We are down. I mean, th- let me tell you about the last game. Yeah. Okay. So it's fourteen nothing at halftime. They get the ball in the second half. Pink Simi Valley. They score fourteen to eight. We get the ball. We fumble. They get the ball back. They score again. They made extra points. Sixteen to fourteen. Goes in the fourth quarter. Two minutes left. Still same score. I'm thinking, man, our, our season's <laughs> over. So we're on the twenty yard line. We lose about ten yards. Now it's fourth and. 20, two minutes left. I'm a man. I gotta get that safety to bite. Right. So I, I got two. Uh, my best player on this side curl. So the safety cheats over to the, to the, to the left, and he bites on the curl. And I, and I had an air curl this way. And I had backside post. And I, you know, the quarterback is at the back, the backside right. post score. We win twenty to sixteen. So that, that's how the last game was. I hope it ain't that, that close next game.
0: Though. Did you get the gatorade thrown over you? man?
1: Nah, I don't think they. We had any gatorade. I think we. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't.
0: Right, right, okay uh, um, And uh, a lot of people may not know, man Is that uh, when you coach, it's pure voluntary Of course, yeah It's not like you get a check Yeah, I, I, my son's on the team as well right. That's the main reason I'm there And, and, and you know what, man, uh, I applaud you for that And I'll tell you why Because I took a, a, almost like a 10 to 12 year break from music uh-huh. So that I can be a part of my children's lives Oh, it
1: slowed Southland releases down a lot And people wonder why always, why you stop releasing so much Right,
0: the CD market would start going to hell, but my kids came in the picture also. Right, yeah, and my son played football for the city of Wilmington, Wilmington Pilots. They went to four championships and they went to two nationals. They got to play football in Florida uh, against teams from like Chicago, New York, and they got to, we got an invitation to play uh at the Staples Center. So he got to play a, 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 a game in there as well. So he had a great, great childhood. Especially with me, I would record all of his games of course, and everything. Yeah. But it's, 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 to it. me, family comes first. Yeah, always music you know to side. Yeah. music's you know. music's you know we'll always be here let's be yeah. honest yeah and uh, um, not only are you giving to the community by being a coach but also you're uh, um, you're imparting into your son of you course know? yeah so th- that's a good thing man so yeah. uh, for those people that may not like you have any negative things to say about you know what it's not hurting you one bit I don't know? even care tell you try yeah. they they
1: you know they ain't paying my bills you know then you know it doesn't matter what people say really in the long run it don't matter right it's like it's like who said that in the long run we all died
0: <laughs> remember, remember Easy said that right right you know
1: okay, it, it, no. you know
0: you know how it goes it, any shout outs you want to give out right now man anything else you want to mention we got about two minutes before we close and just beyond, uh, go ahead uh, and anything you want to say maybe you want to promote the records again the movie again maybe I don't know if you have dates whatever you want to say I'm say it right now no I'm just kidding. um Thanks for supporting first off, Tony A, you know, he's
1: been a friend of mine for now I think fifteen years almost. Yeah. And um thanks for having us here, you know, and thanks for reaching out. And you people telling Tony no, you guys don't realize if it wasn't for Tony, we probably a lot of us wouldn't be in this game. You know, he's a entrepreneur in the Chicano rap game and the West Coast game. So much shout out to Tony. Thank you, brother. You know. And then um this check out the the main, you know, number one reason I'm here is to promote the movie. You know, I know we got a whole rundown on Mr. D. More in depth than I thought we'd go. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, check out Southland Tale coming soon. Check out my Instagram, Mr. D Southland. Check out Trouble. You know, what's your Instagram? OGSA Trouble. OGSA Trouble. And um, check out Tony's
0: Instagram. Tony A the Wizard. Tony A the Wizard. The Grand Wizard. Tony yes. A. Uh, wh- wh- where can we get, or where can the fans get your music? Is that on all platforms, or what if they wanted a CD? The CD's on eBay, and, and on pretty much all platforms, I that, that think. You know, and
1: then it's all on digital platforms. That's the Mr. D West Coast Official. That has a, you know, that's a good album. That was my last album we put out. And um thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all the comments. Negative or positive? you're commenting and you taking the time to,
0: to, um, check in or whatever my call it well they're still logged in yeah they're, they're they're all good all good okay johnny boy um once again i want to thank mr d i want to thank trouble for coming uh stopping by and sharing with us uh, i try to provide the best interviews uh, that i can once again for those people that have been hitting me up for get this person, get this person, this person. Believe me, I've been trying, but many of them have just turned me down and just said, no, I don't want to do it. I don't know if they're afraid of what I'm going to ask them. Mm. I, honestly, I don't know, but I want to be this to be a platform where we could talk about anything. You know, many times you hear today on radios where you hear the, uh, the DJ just dick ride the artist. We don't dick ride anybody. We're grown men here, and we speak from the gut. And if you want to come and share your story, hit me up and uh, um, we'll book you. Right now, we are booked from October, November, December, January. I'm, I'm working on February dates now. So uh, we have a lot more to come. Uh, next week, stay tuned for those of you that really, really loved this whole music industry. You'll be blessed because I'm gonna have uh, some someone here tomorrow uh, next Wednesday that is considered the godmother of hip hop. And uh, that's just a hint. I'll leave it at that. Check my Instagram, check my Facebook, Tony the Wizard or Tony Alvarez on Facebook. And uh, you'll see tomorrow who will be here next week. I'm excited for that one. And uh, let me give a shout out to my boy, John Elkins, uh, uh, because without him, uh, none of this would be possible. Uh, Like I said last week, you know what? I'm Emmitt Smith and this is my offensive line. You know, I wouldn't be able to get through these holes if it wasn't for these guys. Yeah, exactly. And, um, my boy, uh, DG Media Clips, you can, uh, Daniel Jones, you can reach him on Instagram, DG Media Clips. You can reach John at JE Visuals, John Motherfucking Elkins. And, uh, you can know, uh, um, I'd like to give a shout out to Roger Mera or AKA Roger Live, uh, Boomer, uh, The Remedy Yard. Boomer did it, uh, Carrie Fujita. Uh, South Bay Drones on Instagram. And the reason why I named these people, because these people, uh, uh, these people are my team. This is the core that put, uh, the Rhodium mixtape docu-mixery dedicated to the memory of Steve Yano for the contribution that he did to West Coast hip-hop from his, uh, Rodium stand in the city of Gardena. Uh, so once again, that will be dropping November. Forward. So be looking out for that. It'll be uh, through stream only and on my uh, documixery.com. If you reach me on Instagram uh, or documixery.com, you can reach all my platforms there. Uh, but other than that, uh, thank everybody uh, for tuning in. Come back next week. You won't be disappointed. Uh, we're going to play two more Mr. D songs. Leave a comment, negative or positive. Honestly, it's all good. Stay blessed and we'll see you guys next week.